How do you respond when you're in a spiritual battle? These disciples thoroughly enjoyed their journey with Jesus. However, Jesus is about to tell his disciples that being a disciple will not always be so enjoyable. They will suffer intense spiritual battles. Today we're going to learn how Jesus prepares his disciples to endure hardship. In our passage, Jesus supplies two commands to his disciples. We see that in Mark chapter 13 verse 9. It says, be on guard for suffering. Again, Mark chapter 13 verse 11. The second command is do not be anxious. Now, of course, some will say it's very easy to command these things. It's another thing to do them. However, we must remember that the Lord Jesus is about to endure the greatest spiritual battle in all of history. In fact, one can argue that not merely was it a battle but it was a spiritual war by which he won and purchased our salvation. Here are the two promises that fuel these two commands. First, gospel proclamation. Observe the thought flow here. Mark chapter 13 and verses 8 to 10. It says, for they will deliver you over to councils. They will, you will be beaten in synagogues. And you will stand before governors and the kings of my, for my sake. But what's the purpose in all this hardship? It's this. Verse 9b and 10 says, To bear witness, to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all. All the nations. You see, the glorious result of these disturbing difficulties is this making Christ known. And the gospel will be proclaimed to all the nations. This uncomfortable yet glorious truth rings true throughout Scripture. For example, Colossians 1, verse 24 says, now I rejoice in my sufferings for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of the body, which is the church. I have become a servant by, by the commission God has given to me to present the word of God in its fullness. How can the Apostle Paul rejoice in the midst of his suffering? It's because all his serving, all his suffering was for a purpose. And that was for the expansion of the Great Commission. Was it worth it? Absolutely. This is how the Apostle Paul puts it earlier in the same chapter. The gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world. The nations, they got it done in that first century in that first generation of the new testament church they declared the gospel to the nations so when jesus says be on guard he doesn't mean build a military and prepare for war in fact it's just the opposite 
Prepare to suffer and to serve for the expansion of the gospel. When there was a war, Jesus purchased it for his people from every tongue, tribe, and nation. And now we have the opportunity to fight these many battles. Fighting not for victory, but from victory. From the victory of the cross by the Holy Spirit empowering us. Which comes to our second point. We have the Holy Spirit's power. This is the second truth that we have. The second command says, do not be anxious. Now that sounds odd, doesn't it? He just told them that they were to suffer and to expect and that their families would be would be um, killing one another and people will hate the disciples because they are linked with Christ. Certainly there are plenty of things to worry about from this passage, but Jesus promises that the third person of the Trinity will come and empower the disciples. Despite the hate, despite the betrayal, the disciples do not need to worry. Why? Because God himself, in the person of the Holy Spirit, comes down and empowers them in their spiritual battle. Brothers and sisters, we too today are called to fight the good fight, not to shrink back, but to move forward in faith in a spiritual battle. Here in the West, we may experience less physical opposition. However, the spiritual battle is as real as ever. Let us not be deceived, brothers and sisters. Satan would love nothing more than a divided church, a carnal and sleepy Christian to shrink back in the midst of a spiritual battle. Let us recapture our passion for the gospel and the gospel proclamation, remembering that the very Holy Spirit of God is within us, ready and willing to empower us to live out our faith. God bless and have a wonderful week.